welcome back to Want to Watch here on Get Football Plus, where we take a look at some of the up-and-coming talents um, in today's uh, football world. I'm your host, Alfred, uh, and I'm joined by my co-host, Kish. How are you doing, Kish? Yeah, I'm all good, thank you, bro. Um, another exciting transfer episode for us, so... You know, we're getting ever so closer to that to that January window, so it'll be it'll be good for those rumors to start hooking up, and we we can we can dissect them as we're going to do today. Yeah, exciting times coming up for sure. Uh, today we're talking about RC Lens in Ligue 1, who have had I want to say an interesting start to the season. Definitely not the the start that everyone had expected following their their second place last year. Um, but but definitely getting back on track uh, during for the f- past few few games, uh, been having some Im- impressive performances in Champions League as well. Even though they didn't qualify for the knockout stages, still still managed to make the Europa League. And um, what Lens are looking for at the moment, reportedly at least, is a new left wing back uh, following their their starter left wing back um, injury. David Machado, the Colombian, who suffered an adductor injury and should be keeping him away from the pitch for at least a couple of months. Uh, they also have Fetu Mawasa, who they signed um, last summer, but who apparently hasn't convinced Frank Ez or the rest of the staff. So they're definitely not counting on him. And so uh, Frankowski, the, the usual right wing back, has been playing at that position, but they're definitely looking to, yeah, sign up a, a new a new player there. Um, so yeah, we're gonna get into that. A few um, ideas maybe for them to to look at to consider during the the transfer window. But before that, I, I did want to cover some some transfer news a bit, like we did in the previous episode. A few rumors here and there. The first one being um, Bayern again. We talked a lot about Bayern last time. Bayern reportedly having added uh, Guillaume Rest, the Toulouse goalkeeper, to their kind of shortlist that they have. It's a pretty massive shortlist, which includes Mike Mignon um, and a few other um, big goalkeeping names. But yeah, their shortlist in terms of candidates who could potentially replace uh, Manuel Neuer is kind of approaching the, the end of his career. So yeah, what, what do you think about Guillaume Rest? Have you had the chance to to watch him this season? I've, I've heard very very good things. Um, same academy as Lafont came through, I believe, um, at Toulouse. Yeah. So that's that's two very good keeper prospects in in quite a short space of time. Um, I know he's still very young, so and I also don't think Neuer's quite at that stage where he's needed to be replaced. But he's obviously coming to the end of a very very strong career. Um, I I was speaking to my friends the other day about this and thinking, is there a better keeper of our generation? I don't think I don't think there is. Um, better than Manuel Neuer, he sort of revolutionised that that position. Um, the sweeper keeper, um, he sort of made that a big big trend. So so yeah, I think I think he's he's had a great career, but they are obviously going to need to start looking for for replacements for him. Yeah, but Byron signed uh, Daniel Peretz from um, Maccabi Tel Aviv last summer, and he seemed to be one of the contenders, at least to to be that that replacement. They also have the, um, the ex Monaco keeper is not Stuttgart, though I've completely forgotten his name. 
um, German keeper as well, who is having a really good season with Stuttgart and reportedly is also one of the like potential candidates. Is that, is that um, Yeah, Nubel, yeah. yeah. Um, who's having a really good season and, and reportedly has kind of convinced the, the Bayern board um, following a few disappointing seasons at Monaco. He, he's now finally uh, coming together. So he's also one of the candidates. But yeah, Guillaume Rest um, was actually a surprise um, at Toulouse because they they signed they signed a starter keeper during the summer, a Spanish keeper whose name uh, I can't remember, but they signed him in order to have him start. And uh, during the um, summer uh, preseason, uh, Guillaume Rest started a few games, specifically one against Roma, a uh, friendly game, and he just impressed right away. And since then, he hasn't left the starting lineup. So kind of kind of unfortunate for that Spanish keeper. Hopefully, he'll be getting a, a loan move at least this winter. Or, I mean, I, I guess they'll be holding on to him as a second keeper, but definitely not what he signed up for at the start. Uh, and yeah, Guillaume Rest is also... Um, made his first call up to the France U21 side. So definitely like a, a huge rise for him this season. So I think Byron would probably be a, a bit too soon for him, but maybe maybe they'd sign him and loan him back out. But yeah, one of, definitely one of the like hottest goalkeeper prospects at the moment. Yeah, I'm always super impressed when a player that young breaks into like a top flight team in goal because I think it's such a mentally demanding position, such pressure, such... Um, mental strength needed to play there I think um I think it's always impressive when when a young player player comes through yeah I think I think the the last example that comes to mind is maybe uh Donnarumma when he broke out at AC Milan he was definitely very young when he had his few seasons there few first seasons there also Diogo Costa at Porto but I think he was already um 20 or so or older when he when he started playing while well, Guillaume is like 18 or 19 I think uh, yeah so very impressive and, and interested to see who Byron do end up uh, going for uh, another rumor I want to talk about was I mean it's not really a signing rumor it's just that um, Rafael Varane is reportedly uh, set to leave Man United as a free agent this summer um, which is pretty groundbreaking news concerning his um his career um and achievements what what i wanted to kind of touch on is maybe some potential clubs for him i don't think he'll be hanging up the boots just yet uh probably probably step down from united um going forward but yeah i'm kind of interested to see who he does sign for if he if he does come to leave yeah i think um you know saudi is the obvious sort of option but yeah I, I wouldn't be too surprised to see him go back to league one um obviously his wages are probably quite high so it probably need be need, needed to be one of the top clubs um but yeah I'm, I'm 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 not surprised to be honest with with him being out of favor there um ten Hag not being able to sort of hold down professional relationships with any of his any of his players currently um he seems to have quite poor man management skills, um, but also with the new ownership, I know they have some part in OGC Nice as well. So I think they're looking at Tadebo to come in and, and be that sort of main right centre back, um, which obviously leaves that space for Varane to, to move on. I think Tadebo is amazing, amazing player. 
um, great at like ball carrying into midfield, sort of covering large spaces. He's physically um, very, very good. So I think that would probably be an upgrade in, in terms of current Varane. Um, so yeah, it's probably a a player they could let go if they're, if they're looking to bring in someone like Tadebo. Yeah, that is a good shout, actually. The the Nice shout could see that happening. Though, I'm not sure it would align with the current Nice policy. Um, though, actually, because Dante would also be retiring in the... I'd expect so, at least, would also be retiring in the next next season or so unless he just keeps on going he he has been performing really really well this season so um i can't see him wanting to stop just right away but at some point his his old man body will probably come back to bite him but for now he's he's still at a, at a great level um another another option actually speaking of lance would be lance because that is the club that varan came through um in in his uh, first few seasons as a, as a professional footballer. So that could be an option. I, I saw Franck Ez, the last manager, speak about it, saying that kind of jokingly, uh, that if Van wanted to come back, he'd be more than welcome. So I, I guess that could be a possibility. Uh, I guess we wait and see on this one. And and so the, the final transfer news or rumor that I saw was um, Lyon... Lille and Nice, actually, who are all three looking at Nantes, FC Nantes, uh, Moses Simon, the, the Nigerian left winger, who's been having a, a really good start to the season, actually. He was kind of disappointing last last year, but this season he's he's been pretty much Nantes' best player. And I'm not surprised to see rumors of him, um, not departing, but rumors of clubs kind of looking out uh, for him. Uh, although I'd I'd also be surprised if Nantes were to let go one of one or one of or their their best player to a direct opposition, I guess from Liga. But yeah, some those those three clubs are big names in Liga, so maybe maybe he'd be tempt, tempted to move on to there. Yeah, um, again, I think um, it's it's yeah, I think French league isn't isn't as isn't as common for players to move between clubs of the same level like it is in sort of Serie A or, or Bundesliga. Um, I'm sure they wouldn't, especially in the January window, want to want to lose um, Simon. I, I haven't seen much of him, but I know he's very, very fast. Um, can play as sort of a nine or, or a winger. So, so yeah, I think I think um, it'd be a, it'd be an interesting one if it's in the January window, but probably more likely to happen in the summer, I'd say. Yeah, I also agree with that. Though, I think Lyon in particular could definitely be pushing for him in this window just because of how bad of a start to the season they've had and also that they're lacking specifically in that left-winger position. They've got Ernest Noama on the right, Lacazette up top, kind of shirky playing in a 10 role. But I think they're definitely lacking that left-wing position. They've got Mama Balde and also Jeffinho who are two I, they have Diego Moreira as well from Chelsea, but none of them have really been satisfying so far in that position. So that's definitely maybe Lyon's main focus during the window, along with a few other positions. So I think they they definitely be the most inclined to make a real push for him as soon as this winter. Uh, but yeah, very very interested to see how all of those rumors go. 
I'll definitely be tracking some more uh, transfer news and and rumors uh, as we get closer to that uh, winter window. But for now, we can move back to our main topic of the day, which is the the new um, uh, Lens left wing back signing that they're looking for. Actually, two names have already leaked. Um, the first one being Suleiman Dumbia, who's a 27-year-old who's actually a free agent at the moment, though he used to play at uh, Angers when they were uh, up until last summer, but he was already there when they were in Ligue 1 as well, who's quite an interesting player, uh, very fast, uh, great great on the, on the wing, of course. Uh, not as good defensively, but definitely a, a good offensive asset. And if if we're thinking that Lance are aiming for a, um, a replacement to to Machado, as in like a um, a bench player to to be kind of his his double, then in that case, that type of profile could definitely be good enough, at least for until the end of the season or another season after that. Um. But um, if we're talking starter starter player, I'm not sure he's he's uh, he'd be the number one candidate. Though could be mistaken, he does have the the Liga experience as well. Um, and the second player is uh, actually a, a very interesting left back who's playing at Boavista in Liga Nos, the Portuguese league. Actually, I don't I don't think it's called Liga Nos anymore, just Liga Portugal, I think. But his name is Bruno Onye Ma cheat something like that um who's an ivorian player uh playing at boavista as i said and yeah he's having a really good start to the season but the problem with him is that he will because of that good start to the season he'll probably be called up by ivory coast for that up up and coming afcon so it's kind of a difficult one uh whether or not lance would be opting for a player that they won't have for those two months that Machado is out for. So I'm not sure they will opt for him. So because those two options kind of, um, kind of off the charts, let's say for the, for the, for the, for, for this, for this discussion, at least, um, who would you suggest as maybe their, their number one target from, from the players that you know of? So I've, I've thought of, um, went through a couple and I thought there's a, there's a real lack of sort of left elite, not elite, but, you know, top talented left backs around at the moment. Um, and I think it's definitely a difficult profile to buy for, um, especially in a, in a back three when it's a wing back who needs to provide some sort of attacking output as well as being sort of defensively solid as well. Um, but one name that did come to mind is um, Quentin Merlin. Um, who, again, is at Nons, who we've discussed before. Um, he's a 21-year-old who's sort of... He's played more in a, a back four, but he's he's a very attacking fullback. Um, he's very, very good in terms of progression, um, but also then in the final third as well. So as he's played in midfield previously, he has that sort of ability to... To progress the ball through 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 like line breaking passes, but um, also is very good down the flank and and his final ball is just great. He's like able to like wrap his left foot round round the ball when he crosses it perfectly to sort of stand it up at the back post. Um, and yeah, and he's 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 great up and down. I mean, he has some concerns sort of 
defensively in his in his one on one defending. Um, but you know, in a, in a in a wing back position, I think he'd be he'd be great. Where he's got like that left centre back in Medina to cover him, um, and he can sort of pick up other zones. He can't. He's not just restricted to those those wide areas. But I think I like him when he can come in and help in sort of progressing the ball through the thirds and 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 using that passing ability that he has um, so well. Yeah, I think Merlin is definitely amongst the most promising left backs in Ligue 1, if not just in general. Uh, he, he's been around for a while now, I want to say at least two seasons, which is why I'm kind of surprised that he's still at Nantes to this day. Um, maybe he had a, had a nice contract there, or pretty long-lasting one. Maybe Nantes were a bit too um, demanding in terms of the price. But the, the matter of fact is he, he's still there. And he, yeah, he, he's been having just very consistent seasons, at least. Um, not always shining as we'd expect him to from his like outstanding qualities, but he's just been very consistent and often just performing well or very well at times. Um, so, so yeah, he'd definitely be a great option. Also a U21 international. So he has that experience as well. And I think he'd he'd be an outstanding asset for excellence down that left uh, flank. Yeah, and the 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 team I've seen linked to him sort of the heaviest recently is um, Celtic, who's obviously a massive club, um, and have a decent sort of talent ID, um, especially previously under Ange Postecoglou. So. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see if he's he's willing to go abroad. Um, I feel like he's probably definitely too good for that non-squad, whether or not he's showing it week in, week out. Um, he's definitely got a higher ceiling there. Um, and as I said, with the lack of sort of left-backs around, I think you don't have to be at that elite, elite level to sort of make a jump up just because of the sort of scarcity in the market there. Yeah, the, I think the the problem with him would be, well, first of all, kind of similar to what we said with Moses Simon. Uh, it'd be surprising for Nantes to let him go this winter. Um, though they, they did sign an Algerian international, I want to say. I'm not sure he's international yet, called Jawed Hajam from um, Paris, Paris FC um, last winter, last I think it was last winter. So he 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 has a, uh, some good potential as well. He could be a a replacement to to Merlin. Uh, but yeah, I would be surprised for him to leave this winter. And also, I think due to his experience and kind of the reputation he's built up through um, specifically being in in the France U twenty one side, and also he he even has some Europe uh, Europa League experience from was it last season? Maybe the season before. Um, when Nantes went through to the knockout stages. So he, he has a lot of experience, and I think that he'd be quite expensive, um, also considering that a lot of clubs are monitoring him and also considering that, as you said, the the left-back market is quite scarce. So it'd be difficult to, to get him, um, but at the same time, just a great investment. Like if you if you sign him, you have your starting left-back for the next five or ten years. I mean, he, he wouldn't stay at Lens for five or ten years, but you'd have your starting left back for, for a good few seasons. So yeah, definitely a, a great investment to make. Um, 
so yeah, I'm sure I'm sure Lance would love to have him, but I, I'm not sure it, it would happen. Um, the, in for the players that I kind of uh, picked, uh, I, I went for a mixture between um, players who could be the starting uh, left back, left wing back, and players who could come in as as the um, the replacement to to Machado. All kind of playing at the same level at the moment. Uh, the first one being uh, Gideon Mensa, who is a Ghanaian left wing back, left back, who's playing in Ligue 2 at um, Auxerre at the moment, AJ Auxerre, uh, who actually has Ligue 1 uh, experience already because a few seasons ago he had signed for uh, Bordeaux when they were still in, in Ligue 1. And back then he had already impressed me just from his. Um, Pure, pure physical qualities, I guess. Very powerful, very quick, decent technique as well. Not the best defender, but just being that quick and powerful, you can always make up for your like defensive technique by just uh, running back um, and just beating your your attacker through through that um, physical game. Um, and yeah, so since then he has progressed a lot in his kind of end product. Um, um, shooting in a, a lot of crosses uh, per match. And I think he's definitely way too good for, for Ligue 2. I'd say he's probably um, Oxel's best player. And I think it, it'd definitely be a player that Lance could be interested in. Though I'm not sure, but I want to say he might be in that Ghana squad for the AFCON. So if that's the case, kind of the same problem as with... Um, on Yemachi, um in that sense yes yeah, it's, it's, it's a weird season again because obviously we had the the world cup last season now it's the african cup of nations mid-season and also also the asian games so you know it even it reduces that sort of emergency market even further um especially for these sort of mid-level smaller teams um but yeah i think i think it's 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 a it's another good shout um and I think there's such re- reliance on on physicality in, in a wing back because of the how intense the modern game is, um, how how much a wing back needs to to support in the final third, but also then become a defender in the, in in the in the their own third and sort of in in transitions. Um, and so I, I think for wing backs, a lot of sort of managers will look for physicality first. Um, Maybe their technical qualities might be lacking, but if you can get up and down that that line, then you're providing support um, in all facets of, of of the game. So I think that's that's vital. Yeah, and I think that's definitely what Lance already have in their squad at that position. Um, David Machado with, with the years has definitely improved technically and in in like tactically as well. But I think at the at the base of his game, he's definitely just that super powerful, super energetic fullback who just runs up and down the pitch and brings a lot of uh, danger in the final third and a lot of energy defending as well. And <clears> same <throat> same goes with uh, Mawasa, Fetu Mawasa, who they have. They're, they're not planning on keeping, I believe. He he does have that similar profile as well. So would would probably be um, yeah the profile they'd be looking for in terms of that uh, replacement. An- another player who I wrote down, and, and this one would be more of a, a starter, 
a starter fullback. Machado is 30, so I think it won't be too long before Lance do start looking at a, a main replacement for him. Uh, and so, yeah, the, the name I wrote down was Bradley Loco, who's playing at uh, Reims and who's having a, a really good start to the season. He, it, it's kind of the same story with with these guys I, I've written down because it's it's kind of the the profile I I established for for Lance. But yeah, Bradley Loco, on top of just being that um, physical player in terms of speed and and power he he is quite tall as well which makes him really effective in in defending and attacking uh, aerial duels so it kind of adds to that dimension which maybe mensa wouldn't have and maybe machado doesn't have either um he's he's having a great a great season with Reims. oh sorry he's not playing at Reims. he he, he's from Reims, but he's playing at brest sorry yeah, Stade Brestois. Um, yeah, he he left Reims maybe one or two seasons ago, but yeah, having a great season there. Uh, I I think one of their their best players um, for for Brest, who had a, a great start to the season actually, before kind of slowing down. Though they are still in a very respectable like seventh or eighth spot, I, I believe. But yeah, another great profile and very young as well. I think he's he's twenty one or something like that. Yeah, I think. Um... And that's another thing that the managers are starting to look for in, in, in trying to get those edges and sort of those those slight extras in their in their team. I think height is becoming even more vital in in sort of those aerial duels are, are so vital to to sort of win that first ball, win the, even even that second ball. Um, sort of in 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 defensive transitions, if if on the other side of the uh, the pitch the ball's there. Um, kind of defending that back post, making sure sort of, um, no striker peels off to that back post and you can be a kind of another aerial um, presence there. And then even in the attacking third, sort of getting on the end of wing back to wing back crosses. Um, I think height is, a, is another vital or a kind of developing attribute for, for a wing back. And, and um, I see sort of someone like Destiny Udogi, who's, Who's so so physical, so good in the air, um, kind of all round, um, and those kind of wing backs are are much more solid. Um, and then on the other side of things, I see someone like Tariq Lamptey or or Carl Walker Peters, who, who are so technical, so quick, but at times can be bullied at the back post or or even from goal kicks or or anything like that. So I think height is a is another underrated sort of facet of a, of a wing back. Yeah, you kind of need the the perfect mixture between being able to defend and and bringing that aspect to your game, while also just being able to to provide um, solutions and threat down the flank. I mean, kind of sums up the the wing back positions position. To be honest, I'm not not making any uh, <laughs> groundbreaking statements here, but yeah, when you, when you look at like Pep, for example, who, who chose to use a Kanji and Ake on the on the um, the fullback positions and the defensive um, the qualities that they have, and then you look like op- you look at opposite players um, like Alfonso Davies or Dogier or something like that, who do bring a lot more offensively. Well, yeah, kind of kind of the mixture between two, kind of a 
a classic fullback more than a, a wing back, but at the same time he does that does have that that pace who can which can be very useful on on the wing. Yeah, and I guess the other side of things is is you don't want a fullback who's who's tall but but not agile because or a wing back who's tall and not agile because they're also going to be asked to defend one v ones and if they can be turned inside out and they, and they can't they can't sort their feet out or they can't change direction quickly then that's going to be a problem in itself. So it's it's not height on its own; it's height alongside those other physical attributes, which makes sort of a, a wing back so complete. And obviously, someone like Lons isn't going to get the the complete complete fullback, but but I think those are some things to look for in a, in a potential wing back. Yeah, and specifically looking at Lons, actually, their left centre back being uh, Medina, who isn't the tallest of centre backs. Um, I think having that additional like aerial presence would would definitely not be um, something um, to to reject from uh, from Medina's point of view. Um, and so the final player that I had in mind is maybe the the more complete of the three, though he's maybe the the lesser known of the three as well. He's a player playing in Austria for Sturmgrass, who are currently in Europa League as well, which is where I've seen. The most of him play. His name is Amadou Dant, who is um, a Malian left back, 23 years old, who does have that um, physicality and pace that I've kind of mentioned with all these guys. But I think um, without being as good offensively, he's a lot better defensively than these other two that I've mentioned. And yeah, I think it's it's maybe, yeah, as I said, the, the more balanced of the three because he, he can bring solutions. Um, and when you when you have um, Frankowski on the other side or whoever whoever else is playing for, for Lance on the right flank who usually bring a lot offensively, you don't necessarily need another guy who's um, very offensively focused. Um, and also when you see how, how often Medina likes to push up and... Um, kind of use his his uh, ball playing abilities to to pick out some of the attackers. When you see that what he brings, you might actually need that fullback who who does bring what you need from wing back. But at the same time, if one Medina does push up, can kind of come back in defense and and be that assured defender as well. And I guess um with the with the. If, if you have the right right wing back pushing up super high, then it sort of all shifts around and you, you have a, a more back four looking defense. Um, and that you see many teams doing that with one wing back being more offensive. I think um, Leverkusen are a good example of that at times where Frimpong's the sort of becomes a right winger and then they, they look they look to even transform into a back four. I think that was more so when they were playing him Hincapié there, but now obviously it's Grimaldo. Um but yeah, I think I think that's not a not a bad shout. And having some defensive stability on on one side, and then a much more attacking threat on the other side, is a is a kind of flexible way to to look at things. And you can you can have sort of different solutions in games. Um, you can you can shift between that back four and that back five, and that that really allows for more options in in terms of build up, in terms of final third progression, and and, and stuff like that. Yeah, th- I definitely agree with that. And also, a little a little bonus from Amadou Dante is that he is playing in the Austrian league, and though he does have that European experience from Sturm Sturmgrads being a great great team to watch, actually, 
though he does have that experience, just playing in the Austrian league means, I mean, unless you're playing for Salzburg, means that your transfer fee is quite low. Your market value, at least, is quite low. So if, yeah, if, if Lance were to opt for him, they'd definitely be getting him at a discount compared to some of the other guys we've mentioned uh, while getting a player of at least as good quality or even better possibly so will definitely be a, a great move for them um but yeah i think we'll we'll wrap wrap up this episode for today uh, hopefully those listening have enjoyed this uh, interesting topic um and we'll tune in more in, for the for the next up and coming episodes a reminder you can follow kish at rondo underscore reports on x you can also follow me alfred at driver underscore ice ICEE um, on X as well. Please also keep a lookout on our Get Football Media outlets where we cover European football and world football with news, videos, opinions from some of the most plugged in analysts across the football landscape. You can see a link in our show notes to all of our outlets. Please rate the podcast and give us a five star review and feel free to leave a comment on our socials too. Thank you very much for listening and we look forward to the next one. Bye bye. Thank <laughs> you.